destruction of minds, bodies, and human rights. Stripped of bloodlines, whipped and confined, this is the American pride. It's justifying a genocide, romanticizing the theft and bloodshed that made America the land of the free. To take a black life, land of the free, to bring a gun to a peaceful fight for civil rights. You are desensitized to pulling triggers on innocent lives because that's how we got here in the first place. These wounds sink deeper than the bullet your entitled hands could ever reach. Generations and generations of pain, fear, and anxiety. Equality is walking without intuition, saying the protector and the killer is wearing the same uniform. The revolution is not televised. Media perception is forced down the throats of closed minds, so it's lies in the headlines and generations of supremacy resulting in your ignorant, privileged eyes. We breathe the same and we bleed the same, but still we don't see the same. Be thankful we are God-fearing because we do not seek revenge. We seek justice. We are past fear. We are fed up eating your shit because you think your so-called black friend validates your wokeness and erases your racism. That kind of uncomfortable conversation is too hard for your trust fund pockets to swallow. To swallow the strange fruit hanging from my family tree because of your audacity to say all men are created equal in the eyes of God but disparage a man based on the color of his skin. Do not say you do not see color. When you see us, see us. We can't breathe. to get Samara to be able to breathe 
And so we're continuing to organize on the inside uh, around this reality that we're living in. And we're asking for people to get involved with this struggle. You know, if you have loved ones, you have people incarcerated, uh, we have the same message. This is an economic, you know what I'm saying? We have an economic warfare strategy that we have to use uh, in these times, you know. But um, marching is not working. It's not solving the problem, you know. Marching is not getting it, you know what I'm saying? We marched. They didn't kill Dr. King for marching. They didn't kill him for the voting right. They killed him when he started talking economics, you know what I'm saying? Guys, on the inside, we have to talk economics, man. Our labor, the working system is all about. Our contributions is what it's all about, and we're supporting it. And we're supporting, you know, our own oppression. What we're supporting is what's what's causing us to say, I can't breathe. Is what's causing us to say parole denied. Is what's causing us to say the death penalty. Is what's causing us to say life without parole. Is what's causing us to say um, it'll be next year, baby. I go back up, or they say not to you. You know, we're supporting that with our labor, with our contribution. We have to disengage from the system. We have to disengage. And I'll teach with that. I'm gonna turn it over to Brother Tim. And peace, love, unity, and success to everybody. Um, man, I, w- I just want to start off by saying what you all are witnessing is a form of history. You know, what I mean by a form of history is this this whole movement in which we are, uh, I'm not going to say that we're starting it. I'm going to say that we're, um, we're, just, we're just bringing it back back into effect. Hold on one second. Yeah, excuse me, y'all. Um, but yeah, uh, what's going on now? Um, we're organizing, we're structuring, you know, to bring about, first and foremost, a mind frame that what we're going through is a warfare. This is a this is a this is a, a real live battlefield that starts off within one's own mind. You know, it's hard to even perceive it if you're not aware of of, of what's what's really going on. If you're not aware of what's going on, then now nah, you're not going to understand what's taking place right in front of you. You know, it it and and, and it it even it even takes a toll on those that's that's what we call so-called free in the free world, because you're not free. You see what I'm saying? We all are linked and bound bound together with the chains that are so strong, that are so strong, and that's the struggle itself. And we can't even see them chains. We can't even see them linked. You see what I'm saying? Because it starts within one's own mind. There's so many of us that are incarcerated you know, whether it's inside or whether it's outside, you know. So it's like the reason why the inside is taking this step and using this platform is because from this world, from the world inside, it's a whole different narrative that that, that those from afar try to uh, administer to society, you know. So therefore... Live from the plantation is the voice from those that's inside these names. So therefore, we organize and we structuring. 
we uh we reaching out to those that's in the free world to connect us with those that's inside the walls. We reaching out to those that's inside the wall to connect us with those that's out there, you know, so we could build uh 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 all type of bonds, man, because when it comes down to fighting the battlefield, fighting this battlefield where you have white supremacy and things of that nature there that are so well equipped that has been doing this for hundreds of years. Hundreds of years. You know, man, it take it take a whole lot, man. It take a whole lot, man. And you know, uh um the only way we could do this here is by coming together, link to link, state to state, organization to organization, that's what we're doing. You know, uh, we keep in t- we we keep in touch, and we and we utilize our resources in the best mode in the best of modes that we possibly can. You know, to uh to stay aware of what's actually going on. So you know, uh, voting voting season and things like that is coming up. And me personally, I'm not one to just I'm not one to just uh, I ain't gonna say that my vote don't count or nothing like that, but my vote, but, but our vote, it counts in different in different ways, man. And it and it takes you to really under it, it takes you to really do a whole lot of study to see where your vote actually gonna count, you know. But not even just with the vote, you know. It's the whole system, everything, man. Because because the voting system is so it's so corrupt, you know. It doesn't make a difference if you if you the the, the right wing or the left wing, because it's all the same damn ball eagle. You understand what I'm saying? It's the same damn eagle that's flying and soaring up in the air. You see? So, therefore, therefore, you got to understand what's going on and do what the hell you got to do. Sometimes you might have to shoot the eagle out there. Let's get out of the You just might have to get it up out there. You feel me? But the only way that we can do that is by gaining the power and everything that's needed, man. So, uh, we connect from state to state, man. I'm talking about right now. Right now, uh, we building we building strong, man. I I don't believe that we have been this far connected from state to state. You know, I don't believe so, man. Y'all brothers, y'all man, y'all comrades, correct me if I'm wrong, man. I don't know if we've been ever this close. You know, far as maybe five, six better states that that that's connected from the inside. Not to mention all of our loved ones that's connected with us and uh, fighting the system on the outside. You know. So, uh, man, we just asking y'all to get more and more in depth, man. You know, a lot going on, man. But uh, I ain't just gonna hold everything up, man. Uh, well, yeah, uh, well, yeah, but freedom, yeah. Peace and blessings, peace and blessings. Uh, revolutionary greetings to the comrades and the struggle. Uh, you know, what I'm saying once again, it's always an honor and a, and a privilege to be here on the platform with some bro- some little brothers. You know, what I'm saying because I've always was taught that like minds produce like results. Uh, so, you know, it's just a blessing to be amongst like-minded brothers in a similar situation, a uh, hundred or thousands of miles away, uh, you know, as the brother was speaking on, to be able to network uh, and be able to get in tune with uh, brothers from South Carolina, brothers from Georgia, brothers from Mississippi, Louisiana, Texas, and California, you know what I'm saying? Never before in history uh, have brothers on the inside been able to network and organize on this type of level. Uh, as the brother said, this is something historic. I'm saying um, we're not here for fame and for recognition, but we do acknowledge the fact that what we're undertaking right now is something uh, on a level way bigger than any individual person or any individual state. Uh, this is something that has the potential uh, to change the direction 
for the future of our children and grandchildren. Uh, because, you know, at the end of the day, uh, who we are, awesome, we're men. And what are we doing? We're standing for what we believe in to be right. And we're willing to sacrifice uh, our liberty, so to speak, in these populations or our visitations or whatever little perks that they give to uh, those who they call the uh, model prisoners or those who completely submit uh, to the authority. Uh, but we're not that, that, that kind. We're not cut from that type. That we're not just going to accept uh, anything. We're not going to allow people to just treat us any kind of way and not say anything about it, not to speak out, not to, to fight in every kind of way possible. You know, if it's fighting with pen and paper, then, you know, we're equipped to do that. If it takes networking with people on the outside, we're equipped to do that. And, and in short, that, you know, we're willing to do almost uh, what's necessary in any situation for our freedom, uh, because make no mistake about it. You know what I'm saying? Free Alabama Movement plus jailhouse lawyers speak, decarcerate Louisiana. All of these formations are about freedom. We're in the business of freedom. We're in the business of justice. We're in the business of equality. And, you know, it's, like I said, it's just an honor to be around brothers who step up to the plate and, you know, take on such a, a gigantic responsibility uh, because so many other brothers shy away from that responsibility of doing what's right, doing what men supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of justification for not doing this and doing that. Uh, but it's always been my motto that, you know, just because you can justify something, that don't mean that it's the right thing to do. And in this situation here, um, we as men on the inside, you know, we know our condition in our situation. You know what I'm saying? We've been equipped with, you know, we've been blessed and fortunate enough to have insight into, you know, who we are and what, what our situation is and what it takes to get out of here. And, you know what I'm saying, I just bless, you know, I just I just thank, and, you know, the, the creator for blessing us with, with brothers who instilled in us that it was about each one teach one. And I'm talking about that was the core principle. So everything that we learned and everything that we developed and, you know, discovered, we unselfishly have shared that with our ALIs, our brothers throughout the prison system, and took it online to be able to communicate it to a, a broader audience and even to this platform, live from the plantation. You know, so you are getting the raw, uncut version uh, from brothers who are on the inside, brothers who are actually living uh, this hell that you see on TV and on the news. The things you read about in the paper, you're dealing with people, you're listening to people who experience that. You know what I'm saying? People who have to deal with the pain of separation, the pain of not being able to see their children, the pain of being wrongfully accused, the pain of being overly charged, overly sentenced, the pain of being dehumanized on a daily basis and living in horrid conditions. But in spite of all that, we are able to rise above it and to understand our situation and to articulate it uh, to you on the outside and to people uh, throughout the country and different organizations. Because, you know what I'm saying, when the victim learns to articulate his situation, he's no longer the victim now. He becomes a threat to those who are oppressing him. And that's what we are. We are threats to the establishment, the system. And that's, that's perfect because they the op. You know what I'm saying? They the one who are oppressing us and our communities. The system is what is oppressing us throughout the criminal justice, injustice system, the parole board, you know, all these reentry programs, the entire system that we feed off into by working in prison for free, by spending thousands and thousands at their canteen and their incentive packages, and, you know, their phone calls and, and all this. We contribute, we finance and fund our own incarceration and our own oppression. If we wasn't putting money into the system like that, they'll be kicking us out in droves. So, you know, we have developed the strategy of, you know, 
shutdown. We understand that it's economic for you. It's not about crime and punishment. This is about economics. We learn that through trial and error and experience. So it's not something that I read. It's something I heard. I'm telling you through experience that economics is what your incarceration is about. When you shut these institutions down and you don't perform the free labor for these people, they lose millions and millions and millions of dollars. And they are a business. And just like any other business, when the bottom line does not add up, they eventually have to downsize or go out of business. We're dealing with the Department of Corrections. They're not trying to go out of business no time soon. But we definitely can make them downsize and correct a lot of this stuff by shutting these prisons down and stop financing our own oppression. You know, that's just one of my uh, topics that I wanted to touch tonight, but I'm not going to get along with it. But we definitely need to discuss uh, the state of affairs, you know, the realities of racism in this country today and the tension that we're experiencing, the polarization uh, of people in society. Uh, but like I said, that's just uh, something that I would love to cover before the show is over that we get into a dialogue about understanding the realities of racism and how it impacts us individually as well as collectively. Uh, with that, uh, I'll, I'll peace and uh, pass back over to our brother Benu uh, and allow him to continue on. With that, I peace. Yeah, like you said, um, this is live from the plantation. Uh, we're giving you the perspective uh, from the plantation, from the camp. You know, this is where it's going on at. And everyone has ideas and thoughts about how to solve these problems, but we have ideas too, you know. And so the people that are supporting us, that are here to help manifest and, and to actually abolish slavery, you know what I'm saying? And we have a way. We have a way, you know, that we feel like that is. If, if the support comes and we can get this thing organized properly, that we can solve this problem, you know, because like like Kaneda said, they make our contributions to the system is what brings them to the table. That's the profit. They're here for the profit. That's why they're called investors. That's what they're investing for to make a dollar. And so our contributions are what make that possible, you know. And so when we remove that contribution, then those people remove themselves from the table. You know, because they no longer have an interest here. There's nothing to be made. You know what I'm saying? And so that's why when we talk about these uh, states that we're, we're connecting, building relationships in in the South, it's also important to talk about the myth. You know, we have to have one mission. We have to have one, you know, one method, one way. We all have to be unlocked. That's where the unity comes in, not in the talk and the camaraderie, but in the action. And so we have to have unity of action. You know what I'm saying? Um, one of my elders and mentors told me, he said, we shouldn't use the word strike. We shouldn't use the word strike, but we know that's the word that the people we have orientated, that we have been uh, leading this move. That's the word we use. But he said that we should build a culture where people come into prison, and we should be telling them we should never work. I think they said Comrade George Jackson said that. said that we should never work in prison, you know. And so when we start putting the message out there like that, then it changes the dynamics of what we're teaching to the new minds or what this movement is all about. The strike, they're going to be looking for an end date. But when we start talking like this and saying, hey, I mean, you just put, and it's clear who the targets are, the people with the jobs. Pull up on them. Hey, listen, this is what's going on. Educate, teach, organize. You know, we have to have the same message. We have to have the same method. method and that's when our unity kicks in. Because otherwise, this system, you know, we said we couldn't breathe when we got off the first ship over here. We've been saying We've been saying And it's all been for the same reason. It's been for the profit market. So wherever you're in the system and you're contributing a profit market, 
you need to disengage from. When you're creating a profit margin for the other side, you need to disengage from whatever part of the system that you're in is doing that. And for us down here, our engagement, our complicity, our failure to act, our failure to stand up is right there when they call work, call meal call, or when they call canteen call, or when they call something. You know what I'm saying? So we've got to figure out when we're going to stop talking about it and when we're going to start living it as a way of life and an example. And this is what we teach them and this is what we build. You know what I'm saying? So we'll never be guilty. You know? So uh, I just want to add that this is live from the plantation. Uh, this this platform is open for the people. You know, press one. We want to hear from you. Uh, do we have any callers at this time, Brother Max? We have Brother Max in the queue. Hey, can you hear me? Sorry about that. Yeah, I, we've got a number of people who are on the board, but nobody has their hand up. So if you want to make a comment or a question, please press number one on your keyboard so that we know that you want to get in queue. Just press the number one on your keyboard. And we got about eight or ten people here on the line, either listening or uh, about to press one. <laughs> I know 646 has been on the line since the very beginning, right after you guys called in. So let's bring in uh, 1882. That looks like a familiar number from last week. 1882, you're live on the plantation. Hey, this is Daniel. Hey, this is Daniel from, uh, formerly from SPLC. Um, Happy to be on the platform. Thank you all for having yes, me. Um, appreciate everything that you're saying. Mainly just been listening, um, and and certainly what you're saying about the the economic dimension is really resonating with me right now. Um, I guess I'm thinking about some of the things that you said about not just the labor, but also the ways in which the prisons and, and systems extract money from people in other ways. So you mentioned like canteen and commissary. I'm also just thinking about <clears throat> I guess fines and fees and like before and after incarceration, the ways in which money is extracted from poor people and black people um, through things like reporting fees and restitution. Um, and yeah, I guess I just don't know what it looks like to, to resist a system that finds so many different ways to extract money from, from people who often don't have money. Um, so I guess I'm wondering if that's something that you thought about as well in terms of strategy. Uh, when it goes to beyond just the prisons themselves, but the entire, I guess, apparatus that relies on, you know, all these courts that fund themselves off of fines and fees and court fees and, um, you know, the probation fees, private probation companies that charge people uh, for their own supervision. Uh, it just seems like such a far-reaching system that goes well beyond the time that somebody spends inside. Yeah, yeah, you know what, and um, also... You know, like we talk about it, what you just said. If everybody on probation and parole stops showing up and stop paying the money, you know, what exactly can they do? The prisons are already overcrowded. They got over, they got two times as many people on probation and parole than they already have incarcerated. And all the system is already overcrowded. So if everybody on probation and parole stop paying fines, what, what can they do? Hey, what, please, 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 hotel. Hotel. We're going to bring you on next. Uh, if you're going mute till we get this call off, and then we'll bring you right on. Okay, yeah, so like I was saying, I mean, we we have to figure out, you know, when are we ready to pull the plug on the system? Because it's not legitimate. The supervision is not legitimate. Um, the, the When you go into court for the revocation process, it's not legitimate. When you're trying to get up for parole, it's not legitimate. 
all of it is about money. They monetize it in every way. So that's what we're trying to figure out, you know, what what would it look like to totally disengage from it? Thank you, Daniel. Thank you. Hello. Yeah, go ahead, bro. Thank you for joining live from the plantation. You know what it is. Uh, what we did or not? Excuse me? I said what we did or not. I just heard you going down through there about the parole board, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was just talking about, about pulling the plug on the system and whatnot. Uh-huh. I said, I, I just heard you going out through there about the parole board and about putting the plug on the system. Correct. Yeah, we had a caller on. He, he had called in, and that was the question he was asking about that, talking about how the, the, the economics of it extends all the way out there and whatnot. So I was okay. asking him the question. You know what I'm saying? When we were talking earlier about the work strikes and what kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. Yeah, right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, and so you addressed that. Yeah, because... All of America table to make money. They the let money mm-hmm. people. They're just making money. It's just a big money scheme, but we keep turning them dollars in. As long as we keep turning them Yeah, that's, in, that's, that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. And then, get what? See, the first time when we had Quantity Alabama moving out and we had tap, that tab plant down there holding, that let you see right there, like, what really matters to these folks. And it's the money. If you could test, if you could test their money, if you could stop their profit, then you can get their attention. But like, like you said about putting the plug on the system, like the way they playing the game right now, ain't nobody going home. You feel me? Ain't nobody going it's home. Too much money. So like, it's too it, much money. Yeah, Look at all the money that's going to be made off of these new kids. Look how many people going to make money. True fact. And then, and, but now Pete, but now Pete did go up. You see me? Do what I'm saying? Ain't nobody going home. But uh-huh. I'm trying to find out what is actually what what is it actually going to take to get the people to see like ain't nobody going home. You see me? It's been it's been time for to do somebody, and I ain't gonna lie. Like I had chill for a little minute, but now I'm seeing I'm I'm ready. So I'm trying I'm trying to find out as a group. Like we had a discussion the last time when we all linked up. And you know we did and whatnot when we had one in the live chat. And now I'm here, and you know I'm I'm ready for us to if we gonna what we gonna do? What is it? We gonna do a shutdown? I ain't even gonna lie. So how many groups sound like he got a little movement going on? I'm kind of interested in that too. You feel me? Well, I'm saying, but how many people they found on, on exactly what you're talking about? He and he and Q too. So, for him, if you uh, can uh, elaborate on that matter of fact, now, here you go, right here. Okay, then. Okay, then. Yeah, I'm over here. Okay, go ahead. Uh, um, yeah, brothers, you know, in this struggle, you know, we got to understand that this slavery, we got to look at it like that. And, um, you know, it's just modern. We in the future. It's 2020. You know what I'm saying? These are the same. Alabama is the, these are the best slave traders. You know what I'm saying? These are the best at it. You know, and so when they pride themselves at it, they call themselves the heart of Dixie, the heart of the, the slaveholding state, the capital of the Confederacy. You know, and so this is their legacy. They're not just going, you know, just let us go, Pharaoh. ain't just going to just let us go. You know what I'm saying? And so we got to understand, you know, we got to look at it like this. 
and um, reflect back on, you know, our ancestors that, you know, did the best rebellion during the um, shadow slave. You know, when um, we did the work stops, you know, we reflected back, you know, through um, the um, mass incarceration. Um, Yeah, the new Jim Crow. Yeah, yeah, the new Jim Crow. You know, and she explained how, you know, um, this is just a, a, a replica of chattel slavery. And when we look back at their resistance movements, you know, the shutdowns, they, they would refuse to work, you know, let the crops ride in the field and bring the bring the slave masters to them. You know, they would bring they, 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 their work, their labor, was their, uh, negotiate with their bargaining tools. And um, there were other times where they would, wait until all of the crops were harvested, you know, wait until everything was gathered up, and then they would burn the storehouse. You know, when they, the master had um, took out some type of a loan or whatever to get this to get this uh, season up and running or whatever, you know, you're going to lose everything now. You know, it, it, it's enough of a, you know, sure enough, we can't get back this time. We can't get, it's not going to be no justice. We can't, we, we can't rectify all of these wrongs. Of these people. You read the DOJ report, it's unbelievable. It's like this is a movie. It's unbelievable these, these people actually doing this stuff on a daily basis. You know, that's our legacy. Anyway, but we got one. We got a legacy passed down with us from our people, you know, and we're going to honor it and we're going to betray it. You know what I'm saying? You know, we, would say, we say all the time, oh, man, if I lived back there in that time, I would be doing so forth and so forth. You know, but we living in it now. <laughs> you know, we get up and You know what I'm saying? Being forced to work. You know, not beating with whips, you know what I'm saying? But with, with Billy Clubs, you know what I'm saying? With the, with the steel baton. You know what I'm saying? Sprayed with me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, all tied together and chains and stuff. It's happening all the time. You know what I'm saying? We have to look at it like that, bro. You know what I'm saying? And stop yeah. appealing to the slave. I mean, you know, all of the. I'm, I'm not going to. Um, I'm not going to shun any type of resistance movement. You know, but man, we gotta we gotta add to what we've been doing. You know, we gotta um, we gotta put another weapon in our arsenal. You know what I'm saying? We can continue doing what we've been doing because we've been making progress doing it. But also, I feel like we need to we need to turn it up. You know what I'm saying? We need to, we need to make them feel us. You know what I'm saying? So um, cause they 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 not they chilling they keeping their heels up they they having they having seminars. You know what I'm saying? Spreading around money. Um, they doing their thing. Right. Fast. So you know we um we need to get their attention one. And we need to demonstrate, um, we, we, man, we ain't doing no plan, bro. It's 2020, bro. You know what I'm saying, man? We should have planned, we should have planned something up. You know what I'm saying? All this, uh, all this, you know, back and forth, you know, talking and negotiating and all, you know, it's all well and cool, man, but man, we should have planned something up. You know what I'm saying? Y'all gonna feel us behind it. So, you know, we started the torch movement, and we got a whole lot of brothers willing to burn something up. You know what I'm saying? A whole lot of brothers willing to come together and organize around burning something up. And... You know, if these people, you know, they don't want to come to an immediate change, some vehement change immediately, you know, that's exactly what's going to happen. And, you know, I want to say, shoot back. Shoot back. And that's what it's time for. You know, that, that, that's, that's that the time for. From brothers, you know, that's the sentiment. You know, enough is enough. I'm saying, you know I'm saying? We have been stepped on, we've been spit on, we've been kicked in the butt. And, you know, we've been told, we've been, you know, they have urinated on our head, told us it was raining. They, I'm saying everything that could possibly be done to a human being, you know, the DOJ report highlights that in Alabama we have experienced it. And we are continuing to experience it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's why, you know, brothers, brothers are tired. Brothers fed up. Mm-hmm. Brothers ain't, you know, 
just talking about laying down and, and accepting the fact that, as the brother say, you know, they didn't almost set the parole board out. So ain't nobody going home. The way home, ain't no parole. They got it in their paperwork. Ain't no parole. They, 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 that stuff was put together. Violent offender, no parole. That's, they get money for that. We've been sharing that information for and, and, and that's why, you know, it's important now for us brothers, organizers, to get out amongst the people and start educating and enlightening brothers. And then, you know, that, you know that's my job. I do. I'm a pro-righteous teacher. You know, it's my job to get out of, and, you know, teach civilization and help brothers to open their eyes. You know what I'm saying? And in the past a week or two, you know what I'm saying, from one of the cycles, I, I ran into a brother, young brother, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, just to see the light turn on in brother's eyes, to become aware, to man, I've been asleep. It's time to do something. You know what I'm saying? And every day, you know, I've been involved in these brothers, you know, in the conference calls, you know what I'm saying? And the show is trying to get more brothers involved to understand where we at, what stage we on, and what's going on. And, you know, I got a, I got a brother mm-hmm. here that, you know what I'm saying, that one of these young brothers, he just became aware of what's going on, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, he's moved in a way the spirit is so strong that, that you know, the brother want to want to express himself uh, to the people and let people know. Okay. Look up. So, you know, I'm going to let the brother hey, get a few minutes there. Let's check with Max right quick. Let's check with Max first before we bring him on to see if we got any callers and then bring him on and then God y'all can take that over. Okay, well, okay. Got about, do. Yeah. You got 14 people on the line, but nobody's got their hand up at the moment. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. I'm 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 gonna let the brother uh introduce himself as he chooses to and 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 express himself. And with that, I'm gonna pass the uh turn to the brother. This brother King coming in. I come in with peace, right? I'm just coming in and let y'all know how tired I am in the prison system and how they've been treating me since I've been incarcerated. I've been going through a number of struggles, trials, numerous mental tribulations, physical tribulations. I'm just sick of it. I've been taken away from my family. I can't see my family. I can't even, they just took the king from the queen. I'm just, I'm just tired. And it's just, it's just troubles every day. It's just negativity all around me. I can't even think straight from half of the shit I got to go through being incarcerated in the slave system. I mean, this is worse than how the slavery times and back in the day. At least they was with their family on the plantation and had their wives and kids with them. They done took everything. I ain't got nothing. I'm just in here alone. I don't know nobody. I'm just I'm just tired, and we shouldn't have to go through this. And I just hate that I got brothers around me who are stupid, and they still getting tricked by the white man every day. We don't even know. They don't even know the half of what's going on because they too ignorant to even try to help themselves. And I just want I just wanted my brothers to wake up and just realize what's going on and just if they don't know seek help. I don't know. I'm, I'm just tired, man. I don't, I don't know. I'm just tired. Man. My peace with that. You gotta call up with the hands up. Hotel. Okay. Um, Ben New. Okay, uh, do, do we have any other cards? Do we have any cards? Yes, you do. Uh, I'm going to bring them in okay. now. You got 3141. You are live on the plantation. 3141. That's what I'm like him. Yes, bro, guys. Um, I firmly agree with all that has been said um, as far as impacting or hitting them economically. You know, there's a lot of things that we can do in here that we don't do. 
and that's going to the snack line. If you're in Alabama, going to the snack line, they generate so much money just of us running to the snack line two, three times a week, going to the store. I can guarantee you that if we let, as the brother was saying, letting them crops rot in the fields, if them old sandwiches stay in there for two weeks and nobody buy them, ain't nobody going to buy no molded, mildewed, ranched up sandwiches. It just ain't going to happen. And um, when they begin to see that kind of a loss with the great expectations that they already been expecting from week to week, they can't help but take notice. Now, on another note, after the attention has been garnered from whether you set fire to the plantation and burn it all the way down, what list is compiled of demands to be brought to to these people when we gather and garner all that attention? Nope. And with that, I feel I'm going to we only have one demand. That's freedom. That's that's what we want. So we ain't, you know what I'm saying? I, we gonna be a problem until we get freedom. So we don't, you know what I'm saying? That's that's it. That's, that's all we want. You know what I'm saying? We that wanna right. go in. See, that's a certain type of mindset. When you, you know what I'm saying? We we trying to go all the way to freedom. You know, our spiritual leader, as the police say, freedom of death. You know, so that's what we that's what we subscribe to. We need to go to that level. Because that's the only way you're going to get rid of Malcolm X. You know what I'm saying? Malcolm X made a claim, and the ancestors made a claim. You know, Matt Turner made a claim. You know, it's, it's only one. There's no mo- there's no multiple layers of steps to freedom when you're in this type of system. You know, got to go deep. That's how they got it. Yeah. All three men around the world in history, that's how they got it. You know, when they were taking freedom, that's what they had to do. For those who didn't do that, or the men weren't strong enough to do that, then they were oppressed. True, but they were. They were. They were. All right, we got another hand up. That's where we're trying to go. That's where we're trying to organize. Yes, sir. Come on with the next call. All right. Um. Six five four three. We're bringing you in. You are live on the plantation. Six five four three. Peace, family. This is Dennis Febo calling from Jersey. <laughs> brother Dennis Febo. Peace, hey, hey, young brother. Good to see you. Bless, Peace, bless. Brother. I'm just hearing you out. I just felt like saying that even though I, I personally don't know what you guys are going through, and I could couldn't even imagine. I just want to send you love and energy, and to stay strong and to know that there's a lot of us out here that are fighting, you know, even though we're not in Alabama, but we know that we understand this is systemic. We understand that this is a fight that needs to be fought. The movement is growing bigger by the day. So just know that we out here fighting for y'all too, that you're not alone. I just wanted to say that, brothers. God bless you. Hello, brother. And when you uh, get around your people, when you get around your people, let them know that the message that we have are the words work strike, boycott and protest all at the same time you know we want the guys on the inside on strike we want the guys on the inside boycotting we want the family members on the outside boycotting because they can stop sending money they can stop accepting phone calls so it's going to be some people that ain't going to be strong enough but somebody else going to have to step in and be strong enough for them so our education Mm -hmm. has to reach inside and out with the same message explaining the economics so if we can't get a guy to work with us on the inside we should have people on the outside educating his family members to get them to understand 
Don't send them money. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, don't accept that collect phone call. Don't buy those and send the packages this month because that money right there is what's funding the system. When you take that back, it's right. going to come home. You know what I'm saying? So that's what the, that's the message that we have, you know. And I'm just interjecting that because everyone everyone is under the impression that they're helping you. And I'm not saying that you're not. I don't know what you're doing. You know, you didn't say what your organization was. But I'm saying that in order to help us, this is what we need people to be doing. And so we want to make sure that those people that said they're helping us are, are, are willing to help us. That's what we need y'all to be propagating because that's our message. That's what we're saying. The first step in, in dismantling this system. And y'all say defund the police or defund this. This is how we defund the prison system. We have to defund it. Mm-hmm. And that comes about by removing our economics from the system. So thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, follow up on that, Jaja. Uh, yeah, man. I, 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 I honestly wanted to, to, to speak a little bit broad on what you were talking about about the big money scheme and talk about these three new prisons that these folks are talking about building and where Bill, Elmore, and somewhere else, and they saying that these three new prisons is going to add 10,000 more beds to them. Like, it just shows how they going around every avenue itself what the people actually talking about and, and the people actually talking about freedom. The people actually talking about overcrowding and low staff, but they going around every every avenue they can from the meeting there because how much money is involved in this that they get in the bill three new prisons and add ten thousand beds. And, but the crazier part about all of it is they ain't had a money to do none of it. The folks in Alabama ain't had a money to do none of it. And then the federal government didn't get them no money to do none of it. So what they had to do to keep their profit going was lease these prisons out to private contractors. That's how ridiculous this is getting right here. But these folks are so hell-bent on keeping us in this modern-day slavery that they wouldn't lease the land, lease the prison business out to a private contractor so they can get money, and they in, in Alabama can still keep getting their money. And then I, another thing I wanted to speak about is I was sitting down one day thinking about the, the recidivism rate and how Alabama constantly pulled money out of different departments in the state to put inside the prison system. And the educational system is one department that they didn't hit numerous times to fund the prison system. Now, if they started pulling money out of the educational system, that means that the uh, the school-to-prison pipeline is functioning more than well. It's functioning more than well. That means that the schools in Alabama are lacking in new technology. They're lacking in new computers. They're lacking in new books. They're lacking in new information, keeping them behind. So how does that affect the recidivism rate? You know what I'm saying? Like, like the whole thing, it, it, all of it is tied in. All of it is tied in together. And every, every little aspect of it is interrelated. They're breaking it down with the education. They're pulling money out of education and putting it inside of prison. They're not letting nobody go because they said to get money off of it. We're going to add 10,000 more beds just to keep us enslaved. Just to keep us enslaved. But... The the, 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 the the conditions that we being that, that, that we being kept in for real are horrific. The conditions are so bad that the federal government say that this is cruel and unusual punishment. Cruel and unusual punishment. 
and we keeping it up. And just like yeah, yeah, yeah. It true fact. And just like you, and, and, and just like you were just speaking on that, this ain't this, this. This is time for us to rebel on every single level that we can. And brothers gonna have to lay down. Brothers gonna have to say, I, I can't get that incentive package. You know what I'm saying? We're going to have to stop funding the system. We're going to have to let them know that we're serious because those folks don't respect nothing but two things, and that's blood and money. That's the only thing the state of Alabama respects, blood and money. You're going to have to touch one of them. You're going to have to touch one of them, but we're going to have to, we're going to, have to goddamn let the cross rot in the field. We're going to have to go in this work stop it. We're going to have to shut down. We're going to have to boycott. We're gonna have to boycott every 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 entity, every corporation that's involved with helping keeping the state up. We're gonna have to find out which one of these companies is, is funding the state of Alabama. Which one of y'all is benefiting off of our slavery and boycotting? And our allies in the street, y'all got to go to the private companies out there and protest. And boycott and right. expose and let the people know that right. these are the, the co-conspirators. These are the ones with them. You know what I'm saying? True when right. you say you're with us, that's where we need you to be at. Be at our enemy those that are pointing them out, waving the sign, saying they're doing it right here. They're getting money Front right line. here. The, the uh, access to the is in, is in, is in St. Louis, Missouri. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Those people in Missouri, if you buy good mm-hmm. work, that's where we need you at. You know what I'm saying? We're going to mm-hmm. shut them down. Block the interest in the Asians. Make it, I mean, you know, hey, we, we know our allies when we can. We, we recognize them because we know what we know. We know our struggle. We know who the enemy is. You know, we got to go to their storefront. I, I would like to say another thing, too, God, because you were just speaking about uh, Malcolm X and Nat Turner and all the other ancestors and elders who have paved the way for us with their resistance. Like, it's time for us. Um, and, and, and boycotting and work stopping and all of that is good because we have to fight them on every single level that we can, especially for us in here, you know what I'm saying, being limited and confined the way that we is. You feel me? But I believe that it's also time to start to start taking some radical steps as well. You feel me? When you were just speaking, when you were just speaking about the resistance of our ancestors, it made me reflect back to how the, uh, I guess the modern day Americans got their liberation from uh, England or whatever in the Revolutionary War. You know what I'm saying? It ain't no, it ain't no man, it ain't no race of people, no group of people on this planet who have ever been up under some form of oppression and got their freedom by talking. Nobody. Nobody. That's <laughs> true fact. You feel me? So it's like, or it's marching. like, let's stop. Yeah, let, they're all marching. Let's stop all of that. And let's hit these folks where it hurts. Let's yeah. hit these folks. Okay, yeah, we're not going to go to work today, and that's going to knock a couple million out their bill. You know what I'm saying? But now at the same time, let's talk something. Let's show them what we're saying. We got people, we got brothers on the street, we got sisters on the street, you know what I'm saying? And then they be like, we love y'all. We can't wait for y'all to come home. We standing with y'all. Do you need something? Yeah, I really do need something. I need you to make a sign that say, let my son go. You know what I'm talking about? And get some of your friends who you call your best friends and go down to the parole board with this group right here. You know what I'm saying? I need you to start plugging in with different organizations who, who, who whose main concern is the freedom and the liberation of the and the, the pre-existing of For real. 
I'm I, I, I had so many brothers in their prison system that, especially these last couple of years. I done had brothers who I know these are strong brothers, strong-minded men, and they dead. Somebody just tried to kill me last year. Somebody I ain't even know. That's just how serious these conditions is. Ain't no, so what can happen to you any day in here? It's time for us to stand up and get more radical with these folks because they think that we just flexing. They think that we stunned. They don't think that we really about what we talking about. They don't think we about it like that. And okay. just like Muhammad Bruce said, they got their feet kicked up and they crossed and they on their yacht, they taking these trips and they like, shit, we got them. We got them. Okay. We got okay. them. Okay. Yeah, they kick back. They think we play. Yeah, they kick back. You know, they think it's a game. I'm telling you, they don't, yeah. you know, they, you see their demeanor. You know, they walk through here taking pictures and, you know, and, and, and making memes and stuff. And then the worst part about it, God, you know, they they done bought this man Charles Grady, ain't he from Mobile? They done bought this dude from Mobile who has dedicated himself. You feel me? This way, he verbally said out his mouth that he want to give out like the most time in Alabama. He don't let anybody go. And they done took this man and put him over the parole board. Who you expect to get out when this man is telling you that he want to give out the most time? Like, he got a reputation. He got a reputation with him. And these consider man to put him on the parole board. Actually, speak louder than words. You ain't even got to tell me you don't want me to go nowhere. That right there said all. It's crazy when you got four folks going up for parole and two nicknames. It's crazy when big folks go up in, in one day and ain't nobody made it. You see me? All behind of all behind an incident that one person did, everybody know it don't go like that. It don't go it like that. It wasn't even about that incident. That incident just yeah, gave them an opportunity. I'm already here. That, that, that was just something to understand though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was Yes, uh, if you don't mind, I just want to say real quick that most of the information that you're hearing right now on air can be found at Abolition Today on Facebook, so you can see the articles for it. And also, shout out to Brother Dennis Febo. He didn't get a chance to introduce himself, but he's the founder 
of Amendment 13th in New Jersey and also a core member of the Abolished Slavery okay. National Network. All right, so 8196. Oh, that was Brother Dennis that was talking. Okay, all right. Yeah, that was Brother Dennis Vivo. 8196, you are live on the plantation. Okay. I just want to say to y'all brothers, um, I've seen them talk to a couple of you all. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me introduce myself. This is Martha. Um, I'm over the Page Federal Village Support Group. I just want to let y'all brothers know that I'm out here. I do support you all. I was just released from federal prison June 30, 2020. So I'm just familiarizing myself with parole because, as you all know, in federal prison, we don't have parole. You just max out at 85% or you get a year or two off a halfway house. So I'm just sitting here listening, taking in what you all are saying. I'm taking notes in regards to what's needed. It's just something uh, I heard one brother say that uh, he heard a lot of people out here say that we support you all. And I can honestly tell you, brother, some of us don't know what to do because federal and state differ in a lot of different ways. So I'm, I'm listening. I'm taking in. I'm writing notes to see what you all need me to do. And I'm going to give you all whatever support that it is that you all need from me. And I just also want to say to the brother that was speaking earlier about the separation from his family and how the negativity around him. Um, I just want to tell you to stay encouraged and find something positive to focus on because that was one thing I struggled with as well when I did my federal bid as far as getting away from the negativity, the negative talk. Uh, um, I know it's a struggle, but one thing I can tell you is you're going to make it through it. Gonna make it through it. You got people out here that really love you all and really support you all, and you can feel free to reach out anytime if you want need somebody to write to, send you cards to keep you encouraged. I'm more than happy to give you all my PO box to write back and forth. And just let me all let me know what all I can do to lend a hand. Hello. Say it again. Yep, man. You know, like she said, you know, we were just uh, uh, communicating. We were just saying we appreciate you calling. Thank you so much. Yeah, this is Brother King. I just appreciate everything you said. I'm going to take everything into consideration. We try to stay positive if I can. I, I most definitely need somebody to write me, support me. I need all the support I can get. Because I'm in a messed up place right now, and, and I need all the love I can get from anybody because there ain't no love around me, and I just appreciate you even acknowledging me because it's hard to get acknowledged in a negative environment. I mean, you just appreciate that so much. You have a pen and paper. I can you just said you it's like we got in. There's a lot of love around here. <laughs> and uh, y'all can write <laughs> no my pen while I'm down. No idea, hood. Oh, God. Hey, hey, um. Uh, 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 can I, I want to, uh, build with, with the two elders on here. Y'all know what I'm talking about, because y'all got a little more information. I, I had an idea, right? And I, I want y'all to, uh, give me some advice on this and tell me what's up. Now, I know that the Alabama Constitution, right, they still got the same Constitution from 1901. That's still the one they use today, right? That's correct. Okay, now, I had this idea because I know that, and we all know, like, the people who read it, that the Constitution is very, very racist. And it says blatantly that if we are to uphold white supremacy, we must do so through law and not through force. Now, my question is this right here. I was thinking, could we sue 
the state of Alabama for that constitution because it uh it impedes on our uh like the federal constitutional rights of us having a, a fair speedy trial and all of that other stuff. Can we can we sue the state of Alabama for that? Is that yeah. we can we can work that in up? But this is the thing though. Know. This is the thing though. Know. Alright. Um we just saw with Breonna Taylor, you know, we all we in here, we know when they when they had a grand jury for us, the grand jury did what they wanted them to do. The grand jury passed the indictment. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so it's a lot of innocent men and women who the grand jury said, Yeah, you did it. And these people hadn't did a thing. You know what I'm saying? But here it is in the reverse. We know these people murdered this woman. And the grand jury said, Oh, the law is on your side. So even if we do file a lawsuit, those are the people that we filing it to. Those are the people that's gonna be on the jury. That's the person that's gonna be the judge. Those are the people that he are these are the these they the gatekeepers. You know what I'm saying? The yeah, constitution, the thirteenth I'm just saying, I'm just saying that you know they the people, man. They ain't with us, man. You know, that's all I, I'm saying. I, 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 I see you all the way. That's one. But what yeah, if we, we take it to the Supreme Court? Like, if we can take it out of Alabama? Like, it ain't it ain't no way that we can just show them that this Constitution right here uh, that the state of Alabama uses says that they are upholding white supremacy through law and not through force. And that right there in itself, it says that any person who is not white, who has stepped foot in a courtroom in the state of Alabama, that the judge's mission was to uphold white supremacy. So there was no fair and speedy trial whatsoever. You know what I'm saying? That's a violation of our constitutional rights, ain't it? Right. It's right in his neck. <laughs> can, I, can I chime so in a little bit? there ain't no way that we can take just, if we can take that to the Supreme, like get out of Alabama and go to the court that's supposed to be over the land or whatever, and show them this right here. It ain't no way they can refute that. Ain't no way they can deny that. Especially with all the heavy publicity going on with the ADLC right now. You don't think that you don't think that we can bust them up like that, dog? Hotel. Let's uh, be honest with you, Jaja. You know, after after twenty plus years of it going through every court in the state uh, for hundreds of people and seeing how the court deal with, you know, truth, deal with facts and so forth. I can't I can't honestly say that I, I, I one hundred percent support any kind of action that, that you know that, that consists of, of asking somebody that know that don't care to care. And that's that's what the court system has that's literally right. become to me. It's just like me begging somebody I know they don't care. I know they don't like me. I know they want me dead, but I got the big again to care about my life enough to recognize the truth. Let me go home to my family as justice requires. I've lost faith in the, in the justice system. And the only thing that I can strongly say I need is direct action, collective direct action, because I understand that through my experiences, through my trials and my fires and so forth, that the foundation of a solution you hear what I said? The foundation of a solution. I'm not saying it's the only solution. It's a solution. And that's been the, the, the hallmark of Free Alabama Movement for the last six years is that while everybody else is talking about problems, we're talking about solutions. And the foundation of a solution to our problem is 
that we have to collectively come together and unite on the inside and understand that these petty differences, that these so-called beefs, this, you know, this confusion that we got has got to be eliminated and put to the side, and we got to reinstate a universal peace and unity movement throughout the state to where all beef, all standoff, all that's out the door, and we come together collectively, and we take direct action. That's the only thing that I have faith in. And after 27 years of living through all this hell, after 23 years of sitting in law libraries all day and all night, after all these years of doing petitions, brief, papers, rid of searching challenging this, challenging that, and watching the court, you know, thumb their nose at me and say, so what you write? You're still wrong because, you you know what I'm saying, you, you're a criminal. You know what I'm saying? you black or whatever it is that you feel is the reason to justify you to dis- disregard the truth and disregard the facts and evidence and continue to, to make thousands and thousands of brothers suffer in the prison system. You know what I'm saying? I watched the situation with, with our brother, you know what I'm saying, who was under the drive-by shooting law. You know, the same thing that countless young black men at 19, 18, and so forth were sent to prison for life without parole. As soon as a white lady did the exact same thing, they changed the law and called it road rage instead of drive-by shooting. Then turn around when it happened to the white guy, they went all the way to the Alabama Supreme Court to come out with a legislative, you know, response, a resolution that, no, this ain't the way you're supposed to be doing it. But even though that the legislator told district attorneys all throughout the state that y'all applying the capital murder statute wrong, y'all ain't supposed to be giving them dudes life without parole because just because they was in a car, that doesn't mean that it was gang-related, et cetera, et cetera. But do you know what the DAs of this state said? So what? And all them young people who they gave life without parole, they trapped in the prison system now. Why this white lady had 13 years and did three and a half years and went home to her family. I'm talking about this is the type of stuff that the court system and this is the judicial system. You know, I'm I'm through through with, you know, begging and pleading and believing that, you know, that justice don't prevail through their court system. And as long as we continue to contribute to it, you know, paying homage by filing these petitions, we give credit to it. We give credibility to it. We we, we build on it. We got to to divest from interacting with them in this system, period, in this prison. Stop catching stuff. Stop ordering stuff. Stop working. The businesses that contribute to it, stop shopping there. Bust the windows out. Burn the place down. Whatever. It's it's extreme. I know that sounds extreme, but it is extreme. I'm watching too many young men die inside this prison system when it has already been established that the Alabama Department of Corrections is in violation of the United States Constitution and the way that it treats its men and women incarcerated in the state. That's been declared. It's in black and white. Everybody knows it. It's on the news. It's everywhere. But where is the accountability? Where is the consequences? Ain't nobody going to save us but us. Men got to stand and men, we got to come together and declare that, hey, enough is enough. We're not going for it no more. You know, we men and we're going to be treated as such. And if you can't treat me as a man, then you can take this court right on up out of this place and put it in the ground so that we refuse to continue to live that way. That's my take on filing petition and the First Amendment. You know, I'm just going to be real with you. You're my son. I ain't going to never lie to you. But I done lost faith in the judicial system and filing petitions. I can't see nothing but direct action from here on the and then Hunter versus Underwood, the uh, United States Supreme Court case. 
they addressed the Alabama Constitution in 1901. You can go look at it. We're going to do it on that when we get off of this call. We can screen share and read it. But they said that the they talk about the minutes where they said that the purpose of this convention is to establish white supremacy in this state, to disenfranchise blacks. This has already been to the United States Supreme Court. They already know. It started in federal court. And all the way up to the United States Supreme Court came back down. So, I mean, they know. When those documents were drafted up and written, this was the law. So they already know. This is part of, you know what I'm saying? It's not like they don't know that it's in there and they don't know. In 1901, when these, at the time when this stuff was going on, this was the law. This this was legal. So, you know, they don't What's legal hasn't changed. What hasn't changed is, 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 is our acceptance of it. That's what hasn't changed. True. I know that y'all are deep in that law. You know what I'm talking about? I know y'all are deep in that law and y'all know something. That's just an idea that I had because I was like, dang. Yeah. You feel me? You that know was, when you just need any type of way to hear it. In a just society, then that will be fine. In a just society. You know what I'm saying? But like he talked about the drive-by shooting law. What they did to Breonna Taylor in Alabama is capital murder because she was inside of a home or dwelling. And under the capital murder statute, that's a capital murder. It's the death penalty. The jury said it's not the death penalty when we do it. It's only that when you do it. So that's their law. That's their judges. This is their process. This is their system. This is their Supreme Court. You know what I'm saying? In Alabama, there's people on death row and then these prisons were life without parole because under Alabama law, they killed someone or was accused of killing someone for being inside of a dwelling. Now, the exact same crime committed by the government, they say, hey, it's all good, you know? You know? So, no, nah, they ain't, they ain't going to solve our problem. We got something else for them. We got something else for them. Lead them out of that. That's what we going to do. Torch. Brother Max. Yes, sir. Um, if I might just add a little bit to that. Brother Kent, uh, still in the queue. Uh, yes, sir. You talking to me? There you go. I was talking to Brother Kent. Chime in, Brother Kent. You listening? You talking? You got a voice, too. We all in this together. We linked up. Yeah, I wanted to say, um, uh, once again, peace and blessings from up, too. Uh, man, when it comes down to all this stuff, man, one thing that I always stand firm on, is structure, man. You know, it's one thing to say that this is war. It's one thing for us to say this is war, and it's another thing for us to stand here unprepared, you know, for the war that's ahead of us. So, therefore, um, hopefully within, within the next call or two, uh, we'll, we'll be able to uh, bring, forth, bring forth diverse ideas, you know, as to um, uh, more pertaining to structure, finances, uh, strategizing, because it's a lot of things that, excuse me, it's a lot of things that, that that we're doing and can do that needs to be strategized. It needs to be more strategic. You see what I'm saying? You see, me personally, I'm about I'm about a whole bunch, I'm, I'm about a whole bunch, bunch of stuff myself. You know, I just feel that it needs to be it needs to be uh, 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 acted upon in diverse manners. 
because when you have a group, when you have a group of um, of angry black people that that perceived as that perceived as a mob and uh, an angry mob and different things that make you there. So it's like when we approach, we're supposed to be angry. It's real talk. No, 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 no doubt about it. We're supposed to be angry because of the conditions and everything that we're living in. You see, but we have to, we have to organize our anger to a point where you know, just like just like for those that are Muslim that's on the land, you know, y'all remember how the Prophet Muhammad organized the deen when he first came. You know, he didn't just bring it all the way out to the point, you know, where everybody knew what was going on because he knew that if he if he brought it to the point where, you know, what is this what's going on, they was gonna they was gonna destroy the movement before it got started. You see what I'm saying? And that's the same thing when it comes down to any movement that's worth uh, uh establishing. If it's not if it's not put together with the proper foundation, then the whole inf- the whole infrastructure, as well as the whole uh, 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 as well as the whole structure within itself, the whole framework will collapse. You see what I'm saying? So therefore, you know, uh, we use the platform to uh, to reach out and to spread the message. You know, but we want everyone else that's that's, that's listening. To understand that these ain't the only cause that we are having. You see what I'm saying? So, 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 yeah, we we putting all of our we putting many ideas out there, but for those that really, really, really want to get involved and really want to want to want to uh, 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 bring forth a change and want to do whatever it takes, to, you know, it's gonna be many other causes that it might not even be to the public. You see what I'm saying? Because everything ain't for the public to know when it's really time for us to get to acting upon things. You know what I'm saying? We just gonna act. And this is coming from this, this you know, we where I'm at, you know, uh Mississippi, Mississippi, Alabama and so on and so forth, with us uh being connected, you know. So I just wanted to say that, you know, to man man, to 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 combat a a, a monster such as the government. Man, we gotta come all the way correct. We gotta come all the way correct. But uh, I'm 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 gonna right. flow with that. I'm gonna yield the flow with that. I know Brother Max has something to say too. Yeah, yes, uh, Sister right. Marsha you know, wanted to know. Everybody plays a different role. Uh, Marsha wanted to know if there was an uh, email that she could send her PO box to. Yeah, we got her. Tell her we uh, sent her an email from free. Alabama movement, but there are other people, other organizations online. So uh, we have a group. I have her email. Um, I spoke to her a few days ago. So uh, we'll get that information. Oh, yeah, this brother, I see you have your email in my email address. I see I have it. That's correct. All right. There you go. Um, okay, you so I'll send it to you tonight. Excuse me, go ahead. What she saying? You do have several callers, too. Okay, go ahead and bring them on. All right, we're going to go over to 9520. 9520, you are live on the plantation. Hey, how y'all doing tonight? Hotel, hotel, comrade. Can you guys hear me? Loud and clear. Yeah, we can hear you. Well, good. Um, it's Reggie coming from the inside. Um one of the Alabama prisons, and uh, just sitting by listening tonight, and just want to encourage the brother that's feeling like I'm feeling that, you know, they just took me away from everything because uh, 
pretty much like him, you know, this thing done trickled down to not only my kids, but my grandkids, and by the grace of God, I'm, I'm, I'm a blessed man to be the, 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 grand, the great-grandfather of my first granddaughter, and this, this thing is weighing on me just as well as it is him, because I'm just thinking about how many, how many of my my, my seeds have to endure me not being there because of what the Department of Corrections and the parole board is heaping upon my head. And um and, and, and I'm like the other brother, it's time out for talking, y'all. I mean, we've been talking, we've been you know, coming together and having conversations, but conversations is not solving it. And um as much as I hate to say it, I'm not a well, I'm not a violent person. But much as I hate to say it, man, it's time to take this thing to the streets because they're taking our lives. They're taking our lives. They, 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 it was bad enough that they were taking this black male life, but now they're taking our wives and our daughters and our our granddaughters, and, and they're killing us. And to to with, with no remorse whatsoever. And and, and I think about to my great grandfather that stood up to the in, the injustice and stood up to the racism and, and stood up to, to to the murdering of our people, knowing that they was putting themselves on the front line of being murdered themselves. But I'm, I'm at that point myself because if I haven't learned nothing else on this 27-year journey, I learned that sacrifice has to be made. And I'll be the first to say tonight that I'll be the first to give my life to bring about change because I'm tired of being oppressed. I'm tired of living in hell. And I'm tired of my listening to my wife how much she loved me and how much she supported me for over 41 years and over half of it with me being incarcerated. And I know she's tired as well. And it's got to the point that I'm about ready to tell my wife, baby, just go on with your life. Because you, you can see that mm-hmm. they have no decent in me. But because of the true love that she has for me, over these 41 years of, of life, it gives me strength to put one foot in front of the other one every day and to keep fighting because we have kids, mm-hmm. we have grandkids, and we have great-grandchildren together. And I just want to say mm-hmm. to my brothers, brothers, this time out for talk. It's time out for trying to reason with it because if we keep doing that, It'll be your grandchildren in prison trying to do the same thing that we are doing today. It's time for action, y'all. Even love, love is the action word. You can say it all day long, but if you don't put some action behind it, it means nothing. So it's time for us to stand up. And I just want to say thank God for all the people that have the heart to call in to, to offer us a platform or to offer us your support. I just want to say I thank you from the depths of my heart. Oh, and I want to also tell you people that 
extending these offers and extending your hands of help or your hands of gratitude. I just want to say to you all people, you're going to have to come here to Alabama. You're going to have to come here and put your feet on the ground in Alabama because these people don't have any remorse of what they're doing. And since I've been incarcerated in Alabama, DOC, I believe every individual that has had leadership of ADOC, that has had leadership of Alabama Parole Board, or have had leadership over the court systems in Alabama, I think that they should be held up under criminal investigations right now because they have destroyed so many lives. You, it gets to the point in the parole or it gets to the point where our victims are tired of being aggravated by the parole board because they want to move on with their lives. But it's not that I don't want to move on with mine or my victims don't want to move on with theirs. It's the parole board. It's our legislators. It's our governments that can't seem to let it go. Everybody else want to start new except for them. So, brothers, it's time out for talking. It's time to take some action, y'all. And like I said, I'm a nonviolent man and always has been. But I learned over my life journey that even God has sent his people out to destroy the evil. So I stand with my brother on the inside, and I'm grateful to you people on the outside. But people, it's time to take action. And I appease with that. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's real. Uh, Max, we have any other callers? Uh, yes, you do. As a matter of fact, and I just want to add that the Abolish Slavery National Network has made Alabama's constitution one of their priorities. So that's uh, at the top of their list to get that slavery language taken out of there. Just want you guys to know that. All right. Two four four four. And you are on live at the plantation. Live from Hello, the plantation. Thank you for calling in. This is Savannah. Hey guys, I was calling in. Hey, my objective. Hey, my objective was to listen in tonight, uh, but I was really moved by the brother who was just—he sounded like he's just in so much despair, and it just touched my heart because I was thinking about my own brother and my son. Well, both my brothers actually. And just, you know, those nights that they have when I'm not able to, you know, keep in contact as as much as I'd like to, uh, even in the age of, uh, you know, technology, got J-Pay and all these things. Sometimes because I'm so busy, I'm not always able to, you know, write and communicate with them as much as as I'd like to. Um, So I just want to tell him to hold his head up and um and be encouraged and there are people out here fighting for y'all those on the call that know me y'all know like mm-hmm. i i'm i'm in it like i'm in the gap whatever y'all need <laughs> i'm here right but um i just want to say be encouraged and um just keep up the fight right all right appreciate you for um, calling in we really appreciate it yeah it's tough it's not easy. There's nothing easy about it. You know, we catching it. You know, it would be nice. You know, we have about movement. We do it. We just, this just how we do it. You know, it would be nice if we could, um, you know, if we could just, it would be nice if we could do it different. It would be nice if it could be somehow less painful. 
you know, but we have we can't figure out no other way, you know. So we gotta be heard, you know. We can't be silent. We can't be silent. We can't be afraid, you know. Like like the brother was speaking just a few minutes ago about how we have to move a certain way strategically. Well, in Alabama, the governor just announced another review, some kind of commission uh, to determine what they're gonna do with the prisons. And if anybody paid attention, it's three lieutenant colonels are higher on the board from the commissioner. You know what I'm saying? They 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 are not high three in the fact that we're at war. It's, it's three people with a rank of lieutenant colonel or higher on this commission. Mm-hmm. That are all retired military people. You know, the commission hmm. of Alabama, Commissioner Justin Dunn is a lieutenant, uh, I think it was lieutenant colonel retired from the Air Force. And he's bringing in his guys. You know what I'm saying? And so if you're missing the, 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 the military strategy that they're putting down, that when they're bringing in their war generals and they're letting you know that we're going to build this prison and this house going to go, you know, please understand that, you know, the war has already started. They've been shooting, you know what I'm saying, and we got bodies littered all over the floor. So, you know, you got to stand up and start fighting. And then when you get your breath and when you get, you know what I'm saying, when you get yourself to where you can take a break, then, yeah, you can, you know, but right now, you can't wait, you know, because we can't breathe. So you got to fight. When you can't swing, breathe, swing, swing. you got to fight right then to save your life. You know, you got to fight right. like you can't breathe. You know what I'm saying? You got to fight right. like someone right now is trying to take your life because that's what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Come on. Yeah. We got a couple more callers, too. I think he said we had a few callers. Thank you, Savannah, for calling in. You know we'll be in touch all the time. Amen. All right. Well, next on the list is four seven two four four seven two four. You are live on the plantation. Hi. Thank you. My name is Lynette. Can you hear me? Yeah, okay. we can hear you fine. Thanks for calling in. Go ahead. Thank you. My name is Lynette. I'm on the outside. Um, I was listening to what you guys were saying, and the brother that just spoke about taking action and not just speaking about it. That's exactly what needs to be done on the outside listening to what you are saying about protesting and boycotting these businesses i guess my question is first of all in regards to businesses what um for for people out here has somebody researched all what businesses exactly the prison system works with gets paid off of because you have to hit the businesses that contribute the most to the state funding. Yeah, it does hurt the pockets when mm-hmm. or when the pockets get hit, it does hurt them and that's when people start waking up. However, as also right. someone with a loved one Yeah, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, we can okay. hear you. go ahead. Loud and clear. And I'm just wondering though, like how effective is that gonna be though for you inmates? Because of course commissary creates lots of funding to the prisons, to the state, but for some of you guys, and that's locked up, that's some of the best food that you're going to get in your situation versus eating those prison foods. So I'm wondering, like, how effective will that be yeah. for you let guys? Let me, and let, me, let me interject right there. Okay, first off, first off, let me interject right there. Okay, first off, the food that they sell on the canteen is potato chips, cakes, candies, <laughs> honey buns. Cakes. They don't... <laughs> They don't sell fruits and, and I, vegetables. They don't sell health food on the store. Oh, I understand they're not selling fruits and vegetables. Yeah, yeah. Let me answer your question first, ma'am. Let me answer your question. Okay, so first off, you're asking people to, to give up this. Second, there's going to have to be a sacrifice made. See, the question can't be 
should because everybody don't have somebody to go and shower. You heard the young man just a second ago. It's a lot of people that's doing just fine that don't have a, a dime going through the child hall every day. You see what I'm saying? But you have a class in prison. You have some people that have a little bit more than others. And those people that have a little bit more, they don't want to give that up because they're saying, I don't want to be like them. You know what I'm saying? But in order for us to be successful at what we're doing, we all got to be just alike. And in order for us to be just alike, then everybody has to give up all of the luxury and the privileges so that we can get mm-hmm. our food. That's the first thing I want to say. The second thing I want to mm-hmm. say is the questions that you're asking has to be answered scientifically. And scientifically, we can get the budget from what's sold at the stores, how much money is spent, how much is made, and what's being done with the money. We can put that on one side. And then on the other side, we can say how would that impact the system if we took all of that out. And scientifically, we're talking about millions of dollars. The EJ I put out a report said that in 2018, $24 million was spent on commissary, $3 million was spent on phone calls. They didn't say how much was on the tenant packages. They didn't say how much was on the snack lines. They didn't say how much was on uh, 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 medical co-pays and all of that. They just said on that little area. So when you put the numbers up and then you ask that same question, what would be the impact of doing that beyond Billy and Johnny saying that this is the best food I can get. I need to eat my honey buns and cakes. That's the argument. And then in that in that sense, there is no argument. You got to give it up. Well, first of all, I didn't get to finish my statement. Um, what I was saying was okay, no is, what I was saying was yes, I understand the billions and millions of dollars that goes into it. What my statement was, you have a list of because somebody made a comment about the ones out here protesting these at these businesses, uh, boycotting these businesses. Okay, so where's the list of those businesses for those of us out here willing to fight that fight? That was my, my comment. You have to go to the top okay. businesses, you know, that are have the revenue from the prison system. Okay, In me, regards to the food, okay, uh, however, just like, you wanted, just like you wanted to answer, let me finish, please. So in regards to the food, and I understand that sacrifice has to be made. That goes for any battle you know, that anyone battle, there's always going to be a sacrifice for those participating in the battle. However, my thing is, how have you guys brainstormed to get everybody on board? You know, it can't be just a few, unfortunately. It has to be, you know, thousands and thousands of the inmates uniting so that that effectively and efficiently does make an impact on the pockets, you know, of those receiving okay. the funds from the commissary okay, well, being purchased. Okay, well, the first thing we've been doing, we've already organized. We've identified the companies. You can find them. But I'm just going to talk about Alabama, but it doesn't apply just to Alabama. Okay, when you send your money to your loved one, you know what company you're using to send the money. But that's the company that you want to boycott. When your loved one calls and says it's incentive package this time, and all you got to do is find out where you're sending your money to, and they're going to give you the name of the company, and that's the company that you boycott. When your loved one calls you on the phone, collect you know that that collect phone call is going into the pockets. That's a contractor for the state. You want to boycott that. So those are the first areas. Anywhere that money is coming out of your pocket going into the system is very easy to identify. So don't do that. That's the first thing. The second thing, back in 2015, we started what we call a stop campaign, the school prison pipeline, and we identified McDonald's, Wendy's, Starbucks. It's a whole list of them. And so what we did was, we didn't pick the ones that was making the most money in the system. We picked the ones that had the biggest profile, the biggest brand, the biggest name. 
give us the biggest bang for the buck. We started out at McDonald's, and we started protesting there. We did it around the country. And so we have to get back to that. You know what I'm saying? But the lists are out there, and we have to use the list that gives us the most exposure, the highest profile companies, and sometimes those are the ones that make the most. But those are the ones that we know for sure that we can interact with the public. And when we're out there, we want to be passing the message out, boycott the store, boycott the this, boycott the that. And then when they go online, we have to have the information. That's an area where we always ask for assistance because we never have enough. We need people like, like let's say an artist. We can hire someone to do an audit. Okay, we can choose 10 families and hire an auditor and ask them to go and audit this family. They've had a loved one incarcerated for 10 years, and they audit them for the whole 10 years. They'll be able to show them, look how much money y'all done gave to the prison system in 10 years. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with the court system and all that. The information is out there. That's what makes us most effective when we're trying to educate. you got to be able to show people exactly what you're talking about, where the impact comes, and where it happens if you stop doing it. So I hope I answered your question. Thank you for calling uh, there, in. From the there is a website that I can give you that has the list of 4,100 companies using prison Labor and services. You can find it at worthrises.org. It's on the Abolition Today Facebook page, and it is worthrises.org slash the prison industry 2020. That's worthrises.org slash the prison industry 2020. And it has 4,100 companies listed. Okay, that's, I mean, that's helpful information. That's something that I was, like, asking, like, is it out there? Because someone like me will research, you know, the businesses and the companies. However, there are some, let's be real, people who's not going to take the time to research that. So are the inmates, are, you know, whoever's on the inside with the movement sending that information, are you, are you know, pushing it out to the loved ones, to the family members, to the wives, to the girlfriends, you know, that's what I was stating. Like, right. what? What are you guys doing? Right. And I'm just curious. What are you guys doing to get the okay. the protest and the boycotting started? Because, you know, I know some of you guys said that or somebody made a comment about protesting, you know, that it's time to start protesting and start boycotting. And yeah, boycotting is most definitely effective. But somebody also said, okay, get a sign and go stand by the parole officer board. Well, that's protesting. You know, protesting is effective because if that's you right. look, for example, the Brianna case was just, you know, set – the nation on fire, really. You know, in Chicago alone, I'm from Illinois, so I can only speak on Chicago right now, but in Chicago, they shut down the whole downtown Chicago in preparation for the reaction to her case, to the police officers not being charged. All those businesses downtown lost money, lost income, lost a work, work day, days because of a protest. So I think that, you know, sometimes it's good to to look past just one thought process, you know, as the boycotting, but to also see how protests Protesting okay. can also be effective for your movement. Yeah, but I'm also mm-hmm. saying, right. it's part of what I said that when we have a protest, it can't be just a protest by itself. See, we can't just no, have I y'all agree. doing something and we ain't doing our part. So when, when we, but what we've gotten away from, we got away from that. See, now we just been hollering protest, protest, protest. But what we're supposed to be saying is work strike, boycott, and protest all at the same time. That's, that's the point I was making about. You can't just be protesting. That's not going to do it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, um, we need to get your information definitely because um, um, we need to make sure if you can assist with the research. I think uh, Brother Max has your number. So, if you don't mind, we're going to call, uh, utilize that information and um, 
So yeah, that's 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 what it's all about. You know, we got to identify yeah. these companies, and then we got to pull up. You know, keep on. The last thing I just want to say. Doing? Okay. The last thing I just wanted to say again was yeah, to that brother who was. Yeah, definitely. But the, okay, I just okay, I just want to end my conversation. I just want to end my conversation or my statement with the brother who spoke. You know, I think he. A lot of us on the call heard his voice tone and the need in the in regards mm-hmm. to his, what he's dealing with. I just want to say I pray over you and to all of you. Just stay strong. You're not alone in this battle, and you guys got this. Amen. <clears throat> There was an audit done too. And it's doing well, you know. It's thirteen thousand a year that families spend. Thirteen thousand dollars that families spend on their incarcerated loved ones. On average, okay. Yes. All right. Appreciate that. Yeah, that's a lot. I mean, you know, now add that up to what. Yeah, for what they're already getting. So, and you ask the question, what are we doing to get out there? This is what we're doing. You know, everybody don't want to do this. There's not a lot of people that want to take this hit. A lot of people don't want to get out there. Somebody's got to go out there because if not, we can't reach you. We can't reach the caller on before you. We can't let people know. We have to use everything at our disposal, every weapon in our bag we have to use. This may not be the way that everybody goes. But this is the way fam goes. We, we we got to get out there because if we remain silent, the people don't know. No one can help us. We have no one to blame but ourselves. But if we just say, hey, we got to go. We got to get out there. We got to put the message out. We got to let them know how to organize, how to come together, how to strategize. When we do that, then this is how we put the people together and, and solve the problem. Because everybody's got to be on the same page, you know, regardless. You to, you know, if you're not engaged in the system economically, you ain't impacted. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Come on, man. Yes, sir. All right. Ready for the next one? Yes, okay, sir. we got nine five two oh coming in. You are live on the plantation. Nine five two oh. Uh, that was me earlier. I haven't went anywhere okay. and uh Okay. I've already spoken, but uh to the lady that uh thank you uh for your prayers and thank you for your Contribution, you know, of, of, of just listening to us and, and, and wanting to help us and be a part of it. I just want to say thank you and may God bless you and keep your family and your loved ones safe as well. Thank you. Amen. All right. Uh, going to the next one then. Let me see. We got some hands up. If you want to speak, make sure you raise your hand up. It looks like everybody's hands that up has already spoken. Um, yep. Okay. Everybody whose hands right. up has already spoken. All right, brother Connecticut, come on in and follow up. Give us some, um, you know, a lot of people coming with a lot of juice tonight. We yeah, had about ten minutes left, by the way. Tonight, tonight, tonight has been has been interesting. You know what I'm saying? I've been sitting back, just soaking it up, absorbing because I'm saying one of the things that people miss about you know us being on you know blog talk show, being online, you know. Being doing this interview and that interview, you know, a lot of stuff that we do that people miss an element, and that element was was brought forth tonight. You know what I'm saying? A lot of brothers express that that pain that you know that we have to live with every day, but we have to put on you know put on our best face and we have to say it day in and day out. But 
what drives a lot of these brothers is the hurt and pain that they're suffering with. And a lot of people tonight was able to identify with that passion in Jaja voice when he talked, or that passion in Brooke King voice when he expressed, you know, what it feels like to be separated and cut off. You know what I'm saying? It's a real human element here that we need to consider. These are not inmates. These are not convicts. These are men. These are these these are somebody's father, somebody's brother, somebody's uncle, somebody's son. And they screaming out for help. They in pain. They've been thrown in this Alabama quagmire. And I'm talking about these brothers been in prison four, five, six, seven years. And this experience meant that the Alabama has conducted with, you know, saying how many of us they can kill and get rich at the same time for the last 10 years. These brothers have been thrown up in these war zones that have been manufactured by these administrations in order to promote fear to the public in order to scare them out of a billion dollars to build their prisons. They couldn't scare the people out of the money. But look at all the lives that have been lost in their endeavor to promote fear. So, you know, it's a lot of brothers who who hurting, a lot of brothers, who, you know, who suffering, who don't know what to do, who at they, they end, they, they wits end. You know, they at the end of the rope. They done tired of not, and they holding on. But the hurt and pain is boiling to the top. And a lot of brothers are starting to, you know, find the outlet. Brothers are starting to express themselves. And us as organizers, you know, brothers who've been in this, this system uh, longer than others, you know, it's on us to be able to try to bring these brothers together and to help these brothers understand that unity is our only answer. It's the only solution. We have to unify. We have to put our petty differences aside. We have to go back to 14 and 15. We have to crip, blood, disciple, vice lord, Muslim, mo, 5%, every affiliation in prison. We need to begin conversating about putting all these petty differences aside, if, whether it's ideology, whatever it's, you know, whatever it is, it ain't bigger than I need to be treated as human beings and to be returned to our communities so we can aid and assist our families. And, you know, I'm just, like I said, I've said it, and I'm listening to brother said that, you know, enough is enough. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. You didn't play with my life and the life of my family for far too long. And you make me feel weak for waiting this long to say enough is enough that, you know, it's freedom of death that you're going to have to do right by us because we're not going to allow anything short of that from here on out. we stepping it up. Throughout the state of Alabama, you know, say all the brothers, you know what I'm saying, it's time that we put them differences aside and, and develop this unity and peace uh, movement that we all can come together and we can move together in a collective and show these people that, you know, ain't no more play. Ain't no more play, man. Y'all act like y'all from Missouri to show me state, so it's on us to show you. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's what we on. We trying to show and prove. We ain't trying to just talk about it. We trying to walk it out. Because I'm trying to get home to my family. I got children. I got grandchildren. I got a mama. I got a sister. I got a, a girlfriend, a wife. I got all that wrapped up in one. I need all that. I'm tired of playing. I'm trying to get back to my family and live. And it's a whole lot of brothers in the Alabama prison system that feel the same way. And that's what we own at Free Alabama Movement. And I'm a piece with that. 
Yo, can I say one more thing, y'all? Can y'all hear me? Can you all hear me? Yes. All right, so uh, we're winding down. We already went over our quota. Y'all know once we get started, you know, these things are going. <clears throat> we wish that um, more people, you know, if you're listening, we, we do our promos ourselves. We do most of everything ourselves. I mean, we got Max. He's filling in for us, but he already told us that we have, you know, we're only going to be able to use the services temporarily. There's going to come a point where he's not going to be able to, to host the show for us and do what we're doing. So, We've got to have somebody to feel that we can't do it from the inside. We're going to do everything we can on the inside, but there's certain things we can't do, and that's one of them. And so we've got to have a volunteer to step up and, and feel that void, you know. So when you say your organization or your people or you are supporting the movement and what we need, this is a vital need right now for us to continue to be able to get our voice out uh, through abolition today because, you know, they reached in, they reached in the plantation. Up. He always be saying abolition is this, abolition is that. And I always tell him, hey, Max, you're the only one that we see around here in these plantations. We ain't trying to judge your crowd, judge your people, but you're the only one we see right now. Uh, Tehan, Daniel Tehan, he throws his abolition flag up, and now every time we turn on something, he's there. Every time we turn around, he's there. So he's an abolitionist, you know what I'm saying? And so um, – that's not to just say anything else about anyone else. Mm-hmm. I forgot Brother Hassan because Hassan is here too. So, and Jamelia uh, Land. Say, you know, respect whatever. Oh, she's an average. I didn't know she was uh, yeah. flying on that flash. Okay, I thought she was just on the put down cruise. <laughs> <laughs> she just put down. <laughs> yeah, somebody got to put down. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> she doing her part, you know. So um, yeah, okay. And Sister Jamelia also. So yeah, we just um, we acknowledging the people that's on. We live from the plantation. We acknowledging the people that's here with us. This is where the battle is. This is where the lives are being lost. You know, when they kicked in, we always draw the correlations so people can understand. When they kicked in, um, Breonna Taylor's door, they were looking for someone to bring into the system. <laughs> When they when they murdered Mike Brown, they were looking for someone to bring into the system. You know, when they pull those triggers, they're looking for someone to bring into the system. So it's all related. You know what I'm saying? Her death is a part of the war on drugs. Her death is a part of that because that's what they were armed for. They got their their military resources from the government to do just what they did. That's the reason why it's legal. So don't don't fail to make the connection. It's all related. That's the reason why we feel her pain right there because some of us have been shot. You don't forget, some of us were shot. We survived. When you survive the gunshot, they put you in the cave. When you don't survive, they put you in the grave. But it's the same operation. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, don't forget to make the connection. They, they were trying to bring them right on in. It's with the Sandra Bland. They got her in here. You know, this is how they do it. You know, it's all part of the same game. I have another caller, Brother Max. Um, let me take a look and see if there's anybody that has not spoken yet. No, nobody that has not spoken yet. And okay. just let okay. you know, brother, I ain't gonna leave you hanging. You All gotta, right. you got always gonna have a spot here on abolition today, and we'll make sure somebody's covering the board one way or another. Yeah, well, that's what we appreciate that, Max. We definitely appreciate the support. It's been undying ever since we we met. Years ago, the support has been undying, and we definitely appreciate you. We appreciate right. you and the abolitionist. Shout out, Amen, man. Peace.
Hey, I might end up in there one day the way I'm acting. I'm going to need somebody to help me out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now, by the time that happens, man, we're going to be going to tore this stuff down. You let him trick you up and make you burn them down. We'll be to burn them down. Burn them down anyway, man. Don't get caught in Alabama. You don't want none of this. <laughs> oh, no. Alabama's going to be on fire. Yeah, but now it's something I want to inject that uh, – you know, uh, recently we uh we just launched uh shut down Tuckwiler. We creating a group uh, uh uh specifically for the women at Tuckwiler because we recognize and understand and we feel their pain and there's a lot of things that they can't do for themselves that we're in a position that we can aid and assist. So uh, we have been putting our efforts in trying to create a Tuckwiler support group uh, for all those who have already you know liked the page and and you know sent a inbox and letting. Let me know that what role they're willing to play or got in touch with the Queen team. You know, we appreciate that, and we ask any and all who uh, want to add some kind of support uh, for the women at Tuckwiler, you know, link up uh, with us at Free Alabama Movement or link up with us at Queen team. Um, you know, any of those pages on the social media sites, our contact information, uh, because we definitely want to make it a priority of trying to get uh, a committee, a support committee up and running uh, with uh, – communication of vehicles such as a newsletter uh, and so forth uh, set up for these women in the next uh, three to six months. We want to have something solid and up and running. So anybody who is interested in, you know, aiding and assisting, bringing what resources to the table you may have, you know what I'm saying, we welcome you and we, we ask you to, to come on board and help us uh, to support the women at Tuckwater and give them some kind of foundation uh, to speak from a platform in which they can express uh, their grievances just the way we do. Uh, and on another note, I want to remind people that uh, this upcoming Tuesday on September the 29th, uh, we are having a mass conversion uh, on the Alabama Board of Pardons and uh, uh, Parole, uh, the so-called Parole Board uh, in Montgomery. Uh, we're asking any and all people uh, that are impacted uh, by the Alabama prison system and uh, the decisions of the Parole Board, we're asking you to, you know, Come front and center and let your voice be heard. You know, let people know that your loved one met all the requirements to make parole, yet they turned them down. Uh, you know, let the people know what all that your your, your loved one has done in the time that he's been incarcerated, and you know the efforts that he's made to better themselves and so forth. But we're asking all, you know, all loved ones to come out and join us in Montgomery uh, at the parole board as we make it clear that parole is time for you to let our people go. And, you know, we're, we're very, very serious about this because we're saying let our people go or else. Uh, and that's our statement. Uh, it hasn't officially came out, but that's our statement. And I'm giving you the heads up that you'll start seeing that pretty often when you're dealing with a free Alabama movement because uh, on a collective level, we are all in agreement that, you know, enough is enough. You know what I'm saying? Either you're going to do right by us now or, you know what I'm saying, Oh, we're going to make you feel us. We're going to show and prove. We're going to make you feel us. Because we done big, we done pleaded, we done filed petitions, you know, we done reached out to the media, we done, you know, did documentary uh, evidence of what's going on. We got video. We done did everything possible. We done did everything within reason to express what's really going on and how this is affecting us and how we dying in here, how our mothers are crying, how, you know, our families are suffering. Why these people get rich, dragging their foot by 
addressing the issue. So, you know, that's what it is, man. I'm, you know, that's where we at. You know what I'm saying? Pharaoh let our people go or else. You know, September 29th uh, at the parole board in Montgomery, we asked all, you know, to come out and join. And if you can't, you know, be there in spirit. You know, support the people. You know, we'll be going live. Uh, Queen Nikki D will be uh, leading uh, the march around the parole board as we uh, chow down the walls of Jericho. So, you know, if you want to be involved, you know, link up with uh, Queen Nikki D at the Queen team, and, you know, we can get organized and we can make them feel it. And, you know, you can be the voice of your loved one. So, once again, like I said, on September the 29th, we're asking all to come out to the parole board and help us to other shot down the walls of Jericho and make Pharaoh let our people go. And I'm a peace with that. Yo, uh, Brother Kent right here, man, I want to say one thing before I, before I go, man. Uh, uh, I, want, I just want to give a shout-out to everybody that's, that's, uh, that's supporting all of our individual movements as well as our collective movement. Um, I want to... I wanna, uh, Give a shout out to all of the supporters, all of the workers, all of the leaders, you know, of of of, of the whole movement in general, man. I also want to say uh, thank you and appreciate it to the brother Max and uh, for for allowing us to have this platform to uh, give us a voice from the inside to the out. Uh, lastly, lastly, I want to uh, I want to uh, inform to inform uh, everyone about the Free the Thirteenth. Uh, event that's coming up October 26th through October 30th, whereas uh, it's a nationwide event, whereas we will be, uh, the first four days will be online, but we'll be going live where it will be a number of uh, of speakers to come and educate the masses pertaining to the 13th Amendment, the, uh, the past, present, as well as the future uh, uh, you know, the past, present, and future feelings of the 13th Amendment. I want you all to tune in and learn as much as you can. Bring your pen and your pad. You know, you might need it. Uh, and on the on the last day, the fifth day, it will be a a, a rally slash march or whatever uh, in various different cities and states. You know, so uh, if you if you would like to be involved, get involved or whatever. It would be good to contact um to contact uh me, to contact me by the Kent Kent start um let me see, you contact the uh, sister Andrea Andrea, you can contact the sister Emily, you contact many different ones. If you are to follow us, any of us really is on this line within this platform, I'm pretty sure we all connected in some kind of way if you wanna um keep up with what's going on. But um just give a shout out to everybody that's a part of it, everybody that's supporting of it. Be blessed to the most too. To hear this program in the archives, you can go to abolitiontoday.org to hear uh, the previous episodes of Live from the Plantation as well as others. All right, guys, is want to wrap it up so we can go into some music? Okay, y'all, we're going to close out. Max, did you tell them about the event tomorrow at Harvard University? I, I mean, uh, yeah, it's a, I don't have all the information directly in front of me. We've been invited to speak at Harvard University tomorrow. It's uh, Brother Ben New, uh, Brother Kinetic, myself, 
Crystal Roundtree and Brother SJ out of South Carolina will be speaking via Zoom uh, in regards to modern-day slavery and human trafficking through the 13th Amendment at Harvard University. Uh, check out my page, Max Parthas, for the link tomorrow. Uh, social media is M-A-X-P-A-R-T-H-A-S. Or you can go to Abolition Today on our Facebook page. It'll be there as well. And you can also go to our Twitter page, Free Alabama Movement, at X Free ALA Movement. And they have a registry um, link. So we want you to go on and register to attend. Click on the link and make sure you come on tomorrow and support us and support this message. Um, you know, we have to make sure that people understand how to help. You know, I have to reemphasize it because the sister made an excellent point. She said, you know, how do people know what to do? We have to make sure that everyone, you know, whatever we're doing, you know, if we agree on another strategy, we always say in Seattle about movement, we're not saying we, we got all the answers. We're saying this is what we're putting on the table. We got something better, let us show we'll follow you. But whatever we're doing, whether we're going this way, that way, or the other, A, make your plan on and B, everyone has the support. Everyone has to get behind it. You know what I'm saying? And that's what makes it powerful. It doesn't exist and be called. You can have the best idea in the world. You don't have no support. You just got an idea. You know what I'm saying? But when everyone supports it, then you have power. This is how you become empowered. So let's empower this movement. And the way that we empower it, empower it, is for everyone to unite around the, the same tech, whatever it is we're doing. If we come out with a social media blast where we just expose everything, everybody needs to be uh, participating. If you got pictures, living conditions, if you got testimony, stories, something that someone has clandestinely recorded, then when we say let's release, put it all out there. They're debating at Harvard. The reason why we're having this conversation is because the students are saying that it's slavery. That the president is saying that slavery doesn't exist. It's just a, uh, I forgot how he phrased it. He said just a thought or this, you know what I'm saying? But we have to put the proof out there. You know, so that's, these are the things that we all have to do. This is our struggle. It's not someone else's struggle. You know, we have to come up with our own ideas about the best way. These are our ideas. You know what I'm saying? So we need everyone to unite behind us. Thank everyone for joining live from the plantation. Thank you to nowhere else. You've got to come to the plantation. This is where the problems are. This is where the oppression This is where the suffering is. Also, this is where the solution lies. So we ask everyone to get involved and join the call being made from the inside. Yeah, I love Alabama movement, movement, you know, all the above, you know, just coming from the inside, get behind it. We're about economics down here. We believe that economics is the way we believe the economic system, economic problems, so we have an economic solution. Yeah, Alabama movement, Ben O'Hound, Barack Sun, thank you all for joining in. Live from the plantation, we're back every Thursday night, 7 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time. This is Kinetic Justice Amon. Thanking all of you. Once again, have a blessed night. Peace. Here, here we go.
go again. Trayvon will never get to be an older man. Black children, they childhood stole from them. Robbed of our names and our language. Stole again. Who stole the stole from black folk? Same man that stole the lamp from cheap black smoke and made the whip crackle on our back slow. Made us go through the black door and raffle black bodies on the slave block. Now we slave to the blocks. On we spray shots. Leaving our own to lay in a box. Black mother's stomach staying or not. We kill each other. It's part of the plot. I wish the hating would stop. Oh. And a battle with us. I know that black lives matter and they matter to us. These are the things we gotta discuss. The new plantation, mass incarceration. Instead of educate, they rather convict the kids. As dirty as the water, it flips the system is. Is it a felony or a misdemeanor? Maria Sharapova making more than Serena. It's just Viola Davis to say this. The roads are the help and the gangsters. It's really all they gave us. We need Avas, Tanahasis, and Cory Bookers. The salt of the earth to get us off of sugar. And greasy foods, I don't believe the news Or radio stereotypes, we refuse Brainwashed in the cycle to spin We write our own story, black America again You know, one, one way of solving a lot of problems that we've got Is letting a person feel that they're important And a man can't get himself together until he know who he is And be proud of what and who he is And wait, and wait, and where he come from and, and, what, and where you come from? Hot damn black America again Think of Sandra Bland as I'm staring in the wind The color of my skin, they comparing it to sin The darker it gets, the less fairer it has been The hate, the hate made, I inherit it from them But I ain't gonna point the finger We got anointed singers like Nina, Marvin, Billy, Stevie Need to hear them songs, sometimes to believe me Who freed me? Licking a Cadillac, drinking a battle rap So is it God's speed that we travel at? It's danger than our own habitat Them guns and dope, man, y'all can have it back As a matter of fact, we them lab rats you built the project for, now you want your hood back. I guess if you could rap, you would express it too. That PTSD, we need professionals. You know we're pressing, dude. It makes the pipes bust from schools to prison, y'all. They trying to pipe us to your political parties. Invite us instead of making voting laws to spite us. You know, you know we from a family of fights us. Fought in your wars and our wars. You put a nigga in Star Wars. Maybe you need to. And then maybe they will believe you. See black people in the future. All right, there we go. That was the end of that. All right, peace, fam.